I cannot hear you, Doug. <laughs> you guys are me. <laughs> or har. No one can hear you. Doug, you need you need to call in first, you asshole. <laughs> First of all, thank you for joining us on Vintage Burn. I'm Kev. Marco. <laughs> and, and, and Doug. And on this episode, we are, my wife and I are actually really quarantined at home. Um, so we were going to do something different this podcast. Typically, we do a horror review or we talk about rock and metal stuff. Um, we had a movie already picked for this month, but with the quarantine, we thought we would do a horror movie revolving around quarantine. So we ended up picking 28 Days Later. We'll get into the movie review after we actually you know, hear from my wife, and she can kind of just talk to us about her firsthand experience um, in the last, I don't know, seven or eight days. Yeah, it's been like two weeks, I think. Yeah, roughly. So, yeah, it had to have been like 12 days, right? Because it's a 14-day quarantine, correct? Yeah, so I can I can kind of just go into my story. So um, I won't say where I work, but I will say I work in healthcare. Um, and uh, we live in a New England state. Um, obviously, the, the rate of expansion of the COVID-19 flu, flu virus has expanded, keeps expanding exponentially in the states. So any statistics I have are probably outdated at this point, and any stats you quote are probably going to be outdated by tomorrow. So um, basically, what happened? My story happened, I think, on twentieth uh, of February. Um, I was notified a week later that I had sat next to a positive patient who was symptomatic at a conference, um, and it was the the conference was about. Uh, an hour and my institution and I think actually the whole incubation period is up for debate like people say different things but basically I was sitting next to the individual and my institutions had a uh, uh, basically qualified it as I think it was within six feet for more than 30 minutes um, with a positive symptomatic case um, which I definitely met that criteria but I didn't find out till a week later and how I found out was kind of interesting because I had heard that a couple of my other colleagues were sent home probably a day or two before. Um, and then I was pulled in the next day because you could see me, I'm not even kidding you, on this video for like eight seconds. <laughs> you could see the back of my hair and you could see the back of my shirt. I didn't realize that, I knew I was in that conference, but I didn't realize I was sitting directly next to the person. So um, that was kind of was like, oh, okay. So I wasn't symptomatic at that point. I was, I actually had gotten my wisdom teeth out uh, three days later. So I was more worried about that. Um, I hadn't had any cold flu symptoms, none of that. And neither did any, any of my team um, that, and my team that had got sent home were actually sitting in front of the person. So it was about like a you know six foot radius that they had sent home, I think. I think there's like four or five of my coworkers that are 
that have been on quarantine. Some of them had an extra two days, but I had a total of, I don't know, probably like eight. Oh, yeah, from last Friday, yeah. last Friday to this Friday. Yeah, and then it was my my institution has done a great job of, you know, I, I'm i not even kidding. I got a call from one of the departments, and it was like a perfect script. I actually stopped her at the end of it. I'm like, you guys are doing a great job because you have this down to a T. Um, and basically, uh, my protocol to go back to work is I have to go in for a screening clinic on Saturday and then the kind of test for flu symptoms. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking what happens. I don't know this for sure, but I'm thinking it's basically like they screen for your vitals to make sure you have no cold flu symptoms. And if you're clear, then I would expect you to go back to work at that point. The, the incubation period, which means the time you're exposed to the time you develop symptoms. Um, they say it's 14 days. I've heard four, I've heard 14. It just kind of varies. Um, and I think with this virus, what's so scary about it is we don't have, we're not armed for it, right? So there's no vaccination. Um, anything to do with a virus, like a flu, there's no cure. So when people say there's a cure for this thing, there's not, it's a flu. So guess what? you get put on supportive me measures. So you, it's not like we're gonna come up with a cure for this thing. So that, that part of it needs to go, that whole stigma of it needs to go away. It's gonna be more of a, think about like every institution, like mine is is in this way that you have to get a, a flu shot. So um, I think I, I think it's, it's, it's developing and it continues to develop and it's hard to know what's gonna happen with it. Um, but that's just kind of my story. I'm thankful that I haven't developed symptoms, but there's, you know, media saying that everyone could get this at some point, but it is a flu. So it's hard to know. And what's strange is, uh, you know, Lolo calls me Friday and she's like, don't freak out. I have to come home and be quarantined for exposure to <laughs> COVID-19. I'm like, <laughs> I kind of started laughing, right? Because I'm like, of course you did. Yeah. And at this point, there was only two cases in our state. And, and now there's like six or seven. And I, I think a week or two before that, she's like, oh, it's on a different floor and it's fine. And, you know, I had nothing to do with me. And, like, we're totally cool up here. And meanwhile, my wife doesn't realize she's in the video, like, right next to the dude. Um, Apparently, you checked me out at the end of it, too. Yeah, they all, they were all like, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not only is he a dude for coming back to work you know while while they told him apparently not to come to work when he came back from italy but they but he also checks her out at the end so double whammy but but it was interesting because <laughs> i'm not required to be home I, I chose with my employer you know i i talked to my boss and i said hey look i think for the benefit of the organization um you know this is what's going on with my wife and that was that was funny because i'm like i'm not kidding this is not a joke um, but this is what's going on guys. And they're like, what are you serious? You know, I'm like, yeah, this is happening. So I, I just said to them, I'm like, I think I, it'd be best if I stay home. The government's not requiring me to be home. They didn't say anything. Right. Like, you know, so I think the other thing is people are like freaking out by like, Oh, like I'm exposed to the exposed. Right. So like my mom, for example, she saw me. So I had the 28th. She saw me that weekend and she's like, well, we saw you like, you know, in people I had met with people when I went back to work for like a day or two. Thankfully, I was out more because of my wisdom teeth. But, you know, people are freaking out. Just like, wait, when when did this happen? Because I saw you this day. I'm like, yeah, but I didn't have symptoms. But I think people are freaking out, too. And there's also 
literature that's also suggesting that you can be contagious if you don't have symptoms, which I can understand that's scary. But yeah. in the same vein, the other thing they need to realize is the 80% of this is not critical. The 80% of this is a flu. If you have no comorbidities, you know, you don't have any other issues, then chances are you're probably okay. Right. However, we have different comorbidities in this state than they do in China or in this country than they do in China. Right. You know, like we have a severely obese population, which is high risk, okay. uh, like, like super high risk. Right. Um, and, and honestly, what I'm going to do is I'll end up, you know, we're not a political podcast or anything, but what I'll do is I think just because of the, of the sensitivity of this subject and, and honestly, people don't really know what the hell is going on. Everyone's watching the news getting it and the news is making it worse purposely because they have to make it exciting. What I'll, what I'll do is I'm going to drop, you know, once, once I upload this podcast, I'm going to drop a couple links. I'm going to drop the CDC website link in there because they have all sorts of great information. I have to use it for my employer and all of my employees. Um, and I've provided it to our staff and it's just great information. I'm pretty sure at this point, in your email, you're probably hit with every single uh, uh, newsletter that you've subscribed to. There's a COVID-19 newsletter from a company telling you that they're going to sanitize daily and they're going to do everything they can. And here's links and here's this. So we're going to do this for in the podcast for listeners. So I'll, I'll, inc I'll include the URL to the CDC for safety measures. And if you don't have information... I'm also going to include Joe Ro Joe Rogan's podcast link with um, Michael. I forget his last name. I don't, I don't know if it's um, Holstrom or something like that. But yeah, that was a good one. The guy, the guy, uh, you know, he's been in six administrations. He's basically a med a medical detective, and the CDC gets information from him. And he was the one that was like very honest about you know vaccinations. And there's not going to be a vaccination anytime soon. You're looking at about a year and a half before we actually have something for this. Right, and that being said, I, I used to work in infectious disease, so I do know a, a little bit about that, and I do know um, the, the state epidemiologists and folks that are that are kind of battling this every day, and this is their bread and butter. As much as it's a pandemic now, and it's scary, and I don't want to downplay that, um, it's still a flip. Yeah, and, and um, you know, just uh, again, we're not medical professionals, but I, I, I was one of 40,000 employers uh, on a virtual call with Jay Butler, who is the director of the CDC for infectious disease. And he was very honest. He's like, yeah, this is 10 times worse than the flu. This is like a super flu. Um, you can be hospitalized for it, depending on the nature of your symptoms. Um, some people won't have as severe symptoms, but the reality is it's worse than the flu. You can recover and you can go about your daily life and we need to do that. We just need to be aware of it, be cautious, but staying in, you know, bolting your doors and windows and not coming out in public and spending hoarding your money. Hoarding toilet paper. Yeah, hoarding toilet paper, which doesn't make a fucking sense at all. Yeah, why the toilet paper? Why the crapkins? Why the bottle <laughs> towels? You know, I, I could understand like vitamin C or, you know, like emergency airborne, all of this shit to boost up your immune system, uh, but toilet paper? Yeah, it's not like the symptoms are you shit yourself to death. That's not yeah. a thing. No, I, I don't understand it myself. I I think that's the problem is we can see that, and it's perfect for our, our, our you know, intro into um, 28 Days Later, humanity can't even handle this virus 
right? Never mind. No wonder why we'll never know if there are aliens. We can't fucking handle a virus. People are out buying their own shit. <laughs> yeah, we're as a civilization, we're kind of, uh, <clears throat> you know, the preppers. The preppers don't look so crazy now, do they? I think I've, I think I found uh, canned hummus at the perfect time. Canned hummus, and I shit you not, I have a tin of um, stuffed yeah. olive leaves that looks like the bottom half of a five-gallon pail. It's fantastic. Wow. Oh, I thought you were going to say French fries, canned French fries or something. No, no. I know I'm a potato vegan, but, you know, uh, when push comes to shove, you got to make sure you can eat the shit cold or at least rum tent and fries. Just I could never eat rum tent. Even even like McDonald's fries, Burger King fries, you can't bring those back to life. When they're dead, they're dead. And I'm very, I'm very passionate about this. I see that. You know, one thing I think we all need to have is a box of Twinkies in the house. That's like the emergency. Oh, that's the emergency food. Pretty much. There's not one natural uh, ingredient in them. They're all chemicals. So, 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 Kevin, Lolo, how's it been like just sitting at home? Are you guys going to kill each other yet? Or? Uh, oh, it's not that bad. No, it's been fine. I've, I've been, I've had this really big project. I've finished budgets by the end of the week. So I've been like knee deep in spreadsheets. I think I'm actually working more being at home, but, but it's been nice being on, you know, a little bit for a walk around our little circle and all that. <laughs> Infecting, no, infecting everyone we possibly can. No, we're not. No, I'm just we're kidding. So, so since you guys have been together for an extended amount of time together, should we be expecting um, baby Kalo in nine months or so? <laughs> That's so funny, you say that, but no. <laughs> you know, you, you're you're in the house is you you know you're running out of booze. It's like, what do we do? What do the Canadians yeah, do? Right. And you know, in a blizzard. His name can be Corona. Yeah, Corona. <laughs> hey, you know what? Corona so line. the cool thing is, I'll film downstairs. Lauren's been working upstairs. We got a, um, we finally got our twenty-seven inch monitor up. So we and we have a desk and stuff. So honestly, when we podcast, we actually kind of now that I have that set up for us, and we've we've got the uh, the noise filter, and we got like the hanging mic down and everything like that. We'll have like a twenty-seven inch monitor to read off of and, and everything. So we're actually gonna have a cool little like like studio room to work out of when we do, when we do our podcast now. Awesome. That's cool. Can, can we, we make can sure we I bring plenty of Lysol? Yeah. Bring the Lysol, man. <laughs> you never know. We're supposed to go to a party Saturday and we're not really sure what we want to do. I don't know. It's kind of tough because. I don't know. The way I tough. figure it is you got to kind of still live a little, but you got to still take care of yourself. And I think the best thing you can do is just wash your hands. I mean, I know that sounds silly, but you just got to wash your hands and general hygiene. Yeah. General <laughs> yeah. hygiene. Folks. Let's, let's do the damn thing. That's there don't, is don't, no... don't, don't make out with randos, you know, Dude, on, on Rogan, you know, this guy was saying, um, statistically, you know how everybody's into Doug and you would know too, man, from whole, all the whole food, nuts, everybody who takes daily probiotics, for, mm -hmm. for, for their good gut bacteria. They did a study for probiotic people versus people who don't take shit, okay? And there's no difference in the people who have taken it versus people who haven't in studies showing who can fight off different sicknesses. Right, it doesn't do anything for you. A virus strain is so unpredictable. Like, they're even, you know, kids don't even manifest symptoms with this one. So it's like, it's so it's so unpredictable. It really is. So regardless of trying to prep yourself, like 
you're gonna get sick. I mean, it happens. I'm not, yeah. Again, not downplaying this one because this one is bad. For sure. Um, and, you so, know, dying, so it's terrible. So, Doctor Lolo, are you telling us not to pick our butts and touch our eyes? Is that basically? <laughs> yeah, if you don't want pink eyes. <laughs> Your mom told yeah. me to Douglas. Yeah, it's true. I guess you're not listening. <laughs> no, she told me not to pick my button. <laughs> She told me not to pick my butt and poke Marco's eye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want pink so, eye either. So as our friend Jeremy Kling said, and I, I just realized he has not accepted my friend request on, on FB, so I'm low-key mad at him, but he oh, posted really? something. <clears throat> I don't want to talk about it, okay? But it's upsetting. But he po posted something about just, hey, um, you know, I'm not doing many tours because of this. Like, let, hit me up if you, if you need some, like, in-studio shit. But at the bottom it said, stay safe out there. Wash your hands like you're about to eat Cheetos. Or, like, you just ate Cheetos and you're about to... And you're just a... Ah, oh, fuck. Stay safe out there. Wash your hands like you just ate Cheetos and you're about to knit with white yarn. I'm like, well, that's... That's perfectly put, I thought, on his end. Yeah, I know. That was funny. I that saw that. That was funny. That's great. I'm gonna tell him yeah. that you, you, you have, he hasn't accepted your friend request. Yeah, I went Did on there today. I'm like, message, dog? no, I made him breakfast. I well, shouldn't have to. So, sometimes <laughs> you just need to send him a reminder and just say, hey, I'm the one who interviewed you. No, yeah, he probably gets a million. He probably gets a million friend requests. Have yeah. you seen my face? It's unforgettable, but not in a good way. And I made him breakfast yeah. with this face. He's You're in purgatory. Be, that's all. You're in purgatory. I'm hurt, okay, that's all. It's been like three, no, <laughs> three, three months, whatever that is, like 12 weeks, I don't know. Sometimes I'll have conversations with the bass player, Jesse Jolie. They'll like, we'll just like, we'll just kind of bullshit over stuff. It's kind of funny. They still, oh, yeah, you just got to. Because everyone remembers you, where I had. It's my Lego head, you can get it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Flint you know what, Marco? Canada. You're well, probably. What are you guys doing with yeah. this virus? Yeah, what's up with you guys? What's going on down there? Oh, well, nothing. Kind I, just, of... I just keep washing my hands and I, I stockpiled my toilet paper. So we're good to go. Well, it's all out because Marco. of you, Marco. Yeah, you've been buying it out from every location. You bastard. Who is no, you know, no. You know, it's funny. We were joking around. Like, I actually stockpiled toilet paper before it was cool to stockpile toilet paper. So I get oh. it on Amazon every three months and like 20, 30, 40 rolls come up. So now I got like 50 rolls of toilet paper in the house. So I'm thinking about actually selling it on eBay for like 500 bucks. Yeah, you could, yeah. man. It's ridiculous. People will buy it for. Mm -hmm. I really wish I kept all that free hand sanitizer I got from Connecting before I fucking quit that job because I I was digging through my car and Lauren's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Where is that? Where's the hand sanitizer?" Because I wanted to sell it for like five bucks a pop. You know, it's like a. Oh, no, you can sell it, it, it just fits in the palm of your hand. I had like fifty of them from uh, uh, CVS. <laughs> I think I threw them out. Yeah. Like the travel size ones or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a few of those hanging around. Out in bed bath. I was super sad. I would have made a killing. The best part is I would have made Lauren hand it out, so it would have been ironic. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Doug? What are you doing to prevent the disease? Uh, so, like we just talked about, I just recently learned not to pick your butt, pick your eye, pick your friend's eyes. Um, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> wash your hands for twenty Don't seconds. Don't on people. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> you know, when you wash your hands, like fucking sing happy birthday to yourself for twenty seconds. Obviously, this is all shit that should be done anyway. Do you know how many dudes? 
you go into like a bathroom at the movie theater and the dude walks out from the urinal walks right out the door and you know he's thinking yeah. his head you know he's thinking in his head like i know where my dick's been i don't have to wash my hands but then i'm like you know and then i'm like well now i'm gonna have to wash my hands twice because you didn't and i gotta touch the you know to be safe i've been opening doorknobs and shit with my mouth you know just to keep it away from my hands <laughs> There was, um, there was a study that said that it can get through feces, so I mean that picking the butt thing is a big thing. Yeah, you know, you know, maybe I'm the, yeah. the great, maybe I'll be to have the breakthrough. Right. It's the poo. It's in. There's something in the poo. See what I did there? Yeah, we, don't, we haven't we haven't gotten there yet, but yeah. Yeah, the crazy thing though is like all this stuff, man. Like the NHL, the NBA, the Major League Baseball. Right, and all the marathon, canceled, man, it's insane. All this big money, oh, the marathon too. All this big money business, all canceling yeah. games, and yeah, it's insane. The fallout that's happening. Like, I'm supposed to be going to New Jersey to go to an overkill show on Saturday, and it's in doubt because they don't have a ban in New Jersey on people. You know how they started to do that. New York just uh, Im- implemented it a little while ago. No, Dude, more, no offense of over 500 people. I would not if it's a if it's a standing room only show. I would not go. If I were you. I'm going. <laughs> I'm Mark going. Like, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die happy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yep. I'm not going to live scared, man. I'm just going to do it. Yeah, That's true. Especially for Bobby. Wait, for Bobby Blitz. That's what you have to do. You can't... You, you, I mean, you just have to live your life like you normally would and expect the unexpected. It's just like... That's unfortunately what we have to do here. This is... It's severe, but it's not that severe. It's certainly not 28 days later severe either. Um, yeah, so- but it can get that way. I mean, look, like the West Coast is getting it a lot worse, I think, than we are as far as right now goes. But they, it's forever oh, changing. Yeah, Every yeah. day it's something different. Well, and with the West Coast, you, you have, I don't know how many thousands, if not maybe close to a million people in uh, California alone that are homeless. So they're going to get it. California, last I checked, was, was about 45 cases. It's probably over 50 now. And That's so small. Washington's upwards in the 70s, probably higher. I think Washington was the higher, highest state. You know, those, those it numbers- is, yeah. And the, it also has the most deaths as far as, you know, like I said, it's skewed because it changes constantly. But Yeah. Right. And then it ripped, through, it ripped through a nursing home in Washington. That was the thing. There was like maybe seven or eight Correct. or nine, but they were all, you know, in a nursing home, older, health, underlining health conditions, you know. It, like Kevin said, you just have to do your due diligence, try to do what you can to protect yourself, wash your hands, wipe shit down, you know, and then just hopefully everybody kind of follows suit and it snowballs in a good way and these numbers start coming down, you know. That's yeah. all you can kind of hope for. It just starts plateauing a little bit. You start, the, the growth rate slows down. I mean, this guy in Rogan did say that by summertime, where we the United States should expect to have at least around 400,000 deaths. Really? Really? Yeah. Wow. yeah yeah he he said where he said this is just the beginning so when when everybody like the nba and everyone says we're just gonna wait it out for another month or two this is this is the problem that i'm having um you know my 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 main employer we're starting to prep and just think about these things because the reality is uh it, it's not going to end you know there's not going to be a cutoff by the end of april like Oh, the virus is done. We can move on. It's not going away. It's just going to become another virus that every year we're going to have to worry about when we worry about influenza. It's just the same thing. Um, and I think that's what people are not understanding. So 
when the NBA says we're going to try to just like feel it out, um, they might be feeling it out for the rest of the year. This this, this guy is, is legit. Um, and again, I'll drop the Joe Rogan um, link in, when we actually upload this. But this guy is serious. His credentials are very serious. And he's like, yeah, you're gonna. The United States will at least see close to four hundred thousand deaths, if not more, um, related to this. Of course, it's going to be a lot of elderly, but we also a lot of a lot of obese people are probably going to die from this too, because um, it's going to affect their respiratory system, which is already shot and shit. It's not good. We we have more complications. <laughs> in China, Fuck. China, but China's more proximity. Seasoning the obese. Seasoning the obese for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and they, they do say the numbers are always going to rise now that there's more testing out there. And it's, yeah, it's, um, like yeah, you said, that, it's, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And, you know, hopefully the tipping point comes sooner than later. But there's no, they're like, come on, coronavirus, let's wrap this up. It's almost like summertime, you know, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, people. Some people are saying that it's like a stigma. Yeah. Yeah, and, well, and, we, and for Lauren too. The she did you call the state today, and the state sent you to voicemail or? No, no, no. So I was on a meeting, um, and obviously this is highly relevant to my uh, line of work. They uh, basically are. So we have testing kits are still very limited. Obviously, there's not a lot of them. So to get them, you have to go through the state, and you have to get approval to get them and test patients. So to do that, it, it we had to go through this one line, and I was on a call today, and they were like, yeah, so please don't get mad at us as leadership if we're not getting back to you because we need somebody tested. It's not us. We've tried to call the state, and the state is not answering. We've left messages. So clearly they're not able to handle the, the influx, volume, yeah. the influx of volume that's going to them. And I can imagine, like, it's coming through the community. So then you got small... You know, primary care offices, you have small, you know, even public, the public can call those lines. So people are, you know, freaking out, even if it's still flu. We have a different, like, in, even a cough. Oh, Doug, that cough doesn't oh. sound good. <laughs> <laughs> that's so even that's beer. That's beer in the wrong pipe. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. Yeah. I mean, the reality is, look, it's like, you know, you're required to. So as an employer, I'm required to tell my my staff. Hey, if you're having symptoms, obviously we want you out of work, but then you're directed to your, your state health officials. They will determine what the next steps are. You can also call your PCP, but either way, you're going to have to go through the state and work with your PCP most likely to figure out next steps. Um, if you choose that you want to get tested, they'll probably put you on a list somewhere, which is where we are now. I'm, I'm assuming for, uh, our, our address is somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm on a list somewhere. We're on, a, we're on a list somewhere with Trump. No, I'm actually, I bet you I'm on like four lists. You're, you're on the grid, Lolo. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of like it. Kind of fun. And yeah, apparently but, I read that, that Trump was exposed too. He's hanging out with the Brazilian guy who has it. He doesn't look – the other night when he was talking, I think last night he was very – Doug, was it you that was saying that? Yeah, dude, he was winded. He could barely get a word out. It's almost like he wanted to go into a coughing fit, but he was like trying – Everything in his power to hold back. He was like oh, winded. He was. There it is, guys. We figured it out. This is why it was come up with to get rid of Trump. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. They were like, this is our way to get to Trump. Then we're gonna have it'll it'll be like Trump dies, and we'll be left with fucking crazy Joe who doesn't know where he is. Now, now, can I go? Um, conspiracy. <laughs> Jesus. Now, I, I was thinking about this today. 
I, I know, like, this is more on the, like, the um, conspiracy theorist um, spectrum, but, like, what if this was made? What if this was kind of put out there to kind of kill off the older population because we're fucked when it comes to Social Security and well, benefits and stuff was, like that? Like, well, if we don't have to worry about it, we'll have time to catch up before yeah, all this the people is, that survived. You know, I think if you're going to talk conspiracy theory, it's, it's going to be China. This definitely came from China. Um you know, like like I said, uh, Mike on Mike, the dude Mike on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast was saying, it's it's not real that there's no conspiracy. China didn't make this as a biological weapon. This is something that just act you know happened. He was talking about MERS, how MERS is very active right now in the Middle East. We don't pay fucking attention to that. And I guess MERS is like a camel um, type of flu that people get and are dying from rapidly in the Middle East. And it's it's been around. Now we're now we have this, um, and he had mentioned one other type of current uh, coronavirus that's pretty pre- prevalent around the world that we just don't care about, right? Because it just doesn't affect us, so we're kind of like whatever, you know. I mean, think about it. Two months ago, did you really give a shit about uh, COVID nineteen in China? You know? Oh, you knew it was coming. You're like, wow, that's really fucked up. I hope they get their shit together. And then now it's Ooh. knocking knocking on. Yeah. Our, our, our city's doors, you know? Well, so the other thing to add to that is what is China to us? Yeah. Our supply chain. So, so that needs to change. The fact that they supply like most of our world's goods, and oh, by the way, they supply most of our um, medical supplies, we are kind of fucked because the, we're going to have medical supply shortages. We're already seeing it. There was a meeting today that I know of where they were talking about gown shortages early on. So it's it's coming. That's only going to get worse. I, I do. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but I I, I mean, we're, we're headed for a recession. It's kind of inevitable. Well, oh, it makes sense. I mean, everybody, nobody's spending. I mean, everything's shutting down, so people aren't going to be spending money on anything. Yeah, so it's definite. It's coming uh, without a doubt. I Maybe. mean, even today, uh, my my roommate went to go do lift. He sat here for an hour and a half, and I'm in a pretty busy area. Didn't get a ride. You know, typically he gets one within 15 minutes, 10 minutes. Is it? You know, is it because I think? A, is it because they knew it was him? That's a possibility. <laughs> trust me. Was it him? You you seen it in 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 real life? You remember the waiter, Kevin? You were there too. Oh yeah, they hated him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because the the waiter was a very nice. Um, what's the what's the non derogatory term for ginger? Redheaded. A redhead. <laughs> a, a redhead. <laughs> you already got too late. You already exposed yourself. He, he was a redhead, and he he was the only redhead in, in like in sight. And then all of a sudden, another one showed up, and it was like all of a sudden it was like beef. You could feel the tension yeah, when yeah, he came yeah. by. He didn't yeah. want to give him a drink. It seemed like I know it. I'm sure that wasn't the case whatsoever, but it was just very coincidental and hilarious. No, it, yeah, it, it was really it's true. It, it's true though. He did seem really cold towards him, which was funny as all hell. <laughs> I couldn't get like, enough of it, laughing about it. He kept oh. walking the other way. That's great. It's true. I mean, two, when you meet two guys that have no souls, I mean, what are you gonna do besides have tension? You know. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Don't mind me. I'm going to the fridge for a second. <laughs> Are you grabbing another Corona? Actually, they're cold snap. I'm hoping oh, for uh, I'm hoping for an early spring, but <laughs> you're already contributing. You're already contributing to the downfall of the economy. You're buying cheap beer instead of the good sixteen to twenty dollar four packs. 
Kevin, I bought this before. This is the one that I brought for the Vader show that you actually brought back here for the Old Path show that got canceled. I'm yeah. still milking it. Yeah, hey, hey, by the I way. Michael knew that Corona was coming. No, fuck that. Hey, Doug, kiss those tickets goodbye. You think he's going to fucking come back here in the next, you know, six months? No, nope. And then I uh, know Pestilence just dropped off the Pestilence Possessed show. Yeah, uh, I saw that too. Yeah. Yeah, that's Which a fucking no bummer. Yeah, hopefully they're just like, hey, hang on your tickets. When shit settles down eventually, you know, maybe we'll come back. You know, hopefully it's mm-hmm. sooner or later, but. Well, wait, are we not going to do that show now? Um, I'm still I don't... going. I mean, I like Possessed, so I'll still be there. Who, yeah. Who dro- wait, who dropped off? Pestilence. Pestilence. No. I know. That was the main reason I was going too, so. You know, yeah. it's a shame. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff's getting ruined. You know, that, that Rotting Christ show is going away and every show pretty much. Every tour that's coming from overseas is, I is done. It. I love it. All these bands are like, we're going to sing about infectious diseases and your face melting, but we can't play the tour due to an infectious disease. <laughs> hey, a lot of it's not them. A lot of them are like, we really wanted to play. Like, who gives a fuck? But, you know, when the governing entities, you know, step in and say, uh-uh. You know what it, yeah. it's it's hard enough I for mean, a lot of these bands to get visas as it is, you know, to come I, in and play. Never mind during these dire times. It's worth it I too, mean, right? Now. We we need to be isolated to be able to control you know everything internally because it's just going to get worse if people keep going back and forth and bringing it to and from. That I mean, that's what happened to us here. You know, we had a we had someone who brought it here who was told, "Hey, look." You just came from an infected country. You need to go home for 14 days. And he was like, yeah, fuck you. I'm going back to work. And then here we are, you know. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, I understand the whole, like, having to stay home. That's what it was, you know, I want to go to this one show. And then after that, I don't care. Honestly, if everything gets canceled and they reschedule it, that's it. You know, I'll be fine with it. But I had this one in the works for a while, man. I'm hoping it still happens. <laughs> yeah. I know. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. We're supposed to be going to Italy in September. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. I mean, you yeah. know, that's the thing. You know, you can't you can't test it. We just don't know. And um, you know, right now I know the I, I knew this was coming with the airline business. Um, just through work, we were seeing a decrease in airlines, and you know, this one of my contacts was like, uh, I'm getting crushed. My business is getting crushed. And this was about three or four weeks ago. So I knew it was only a matter of time. And then once you started to see all the shortages with toilet paper and everything ridiculous like that, there's just like, yep, people are going to be staying in, not spending money. The economy is going to be affected by it. And it's just becoming a downward spiral. I don't know what the major cities look like. I know Philadelphia is a ghost town right now. Um, uh, I don't know what Manchester looks like. God, I, I can only imagine it's probably the same. I, I feel like I people mean, I- going out around here yeah go ahead yeah well what i was gonna say is like even around here like i went out during rush hour and it you know there was like a slight amount of traffic but it was like very much lower than usual you know the only thing that was filled was the supermarkets and the toilet paper aisles were empty i took pictures of that stuff and uh no water but food plenty of food you want food plenty of it it's just toilet paper water and sanitary products that's it that's what's gone it's just crazy to me because I walked around just looking at all these people filled, you know, carts filled with garbage. <laughs> Toilet paper. I'm not, it's crazy. I'm, I'm not trying to brag, but like two weeks ago, I'm, I took the day off from work and I'm, I went to Walgreens. I mean, um, 
Market basket, there was no one there. Went to Walmart, there was no one there. Hand, hand, huge hand sanitizer at the pump were still two for two for three dollars. I'm like, sure. You know, buying all the wipes and shit. And I had somebody to come up to me and she looked at the cart and she looked at me and she was like, Oh, did you find the gloves too? Kind of like sarcastically. And I said, Yeah. And I pulled them out on the side of the water bottles and she's like, Oh. I'm like, carry on. <laughs> I got plenty of those. I just that's the one thing I do have is plenty of gloves for my posters. So I think I'm good. I've got <laughs> surgical gloves. I've got non-latex, non-powder gloves. Come on, folks. It's you but you're gonna get those masks. Those aren't gonna work. Yeah, the masks are not gonna work. You need those N95 are, or better. You you basically need the mask that we see in uh, 28 days later. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know. So speaking of, I mean, you know. I, I think the perfect segue into the movie that we wanted to cover, which is 28 Days Later. It's We picked this one. One, it's a horror movie. We could have picked Contagion or Outbreak, but those are not really, really horror. They're more thriller. So we wanted to stick with what we do. Um, I mean, this is somewhat different, but it's still a uh, droplet airborne or or bite saliva type virus, which is bloodborne. Yeah, similar, right? So it's still similar, mm -hmm. um, especially with one scene in the movie. It's it's pretty similar. So I guess we can just kind of go through the movie. Do one of you guys? Why don't one of you guys like just read the synopsis on it? I don't have a synopsis. Do you have one, uh, Doc? Nope. Yeah, you usually don't. Kevin does the synopsis. All right, I'll I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. I'll do the synopsis on this one. I mean, to be honest, it, it does you have a very a synopsis. <laughs> yeah, but usually I have it for him. Usually I hand it to him oh. and highlight it. I see. Notebook there. Where's your notebook? All right, this is an easy one. Twenty-eight days later, four weeks after a mysterious, incurable virus spread throughout the UK, a handful of survivors try to find sanctuary where there's plenty of toilet paper and hand sanitizer <laughs> available. And guns. <laughs> yeah, and well, guns. You have to have, you have, to have guns. Uh, this, is somebody taking a piss right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know who it is. No. Marco, is that you? <laughs> no. No, stop me. Get out of here. <laughs> Must be Lolo. Lolo standing up. Wow. I made sure to prep myself class. before this. Pop class. <laughs> you really muted yourself, brother. Director Danny Boyle, writer Alex Garland, starring Killian Murphy. If anybody knows Killian Murphy, he's from, um, wow, I just drew a blank on it. Um, Inception. Peaky yep, Peaky Blinders. Blinders. He was Scarecrow yeah. in Dark Knight. He was in Inception, and he's in the new Quiet Place. Yeah. And, and, and a ton of shit more. And Doug has a crush. On he him. was a great, you know, he was great. He was great as Scarecrow in Batman Begins. Right? Begins, Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Naomi Harris, uh, Christopher Eccleston, uh, and I don't know, fucking other people. But I mean, this was a, a pretty good start for Killian Murphy, I think. And wins thirty-one nominations. So I mean, yeah, it was it. I I think the major standout point of this movie was the camera shots. I think this movie kind of like started some of those angles on some of the shots in the flick, which is cool. Um, other than that, I think the video quality was very British. I don't know how to else to explain it other than kind of shitty. <laughs> it's artsy, really Kevin. Shitty, yeah. It's artsy. That was the one thing I and, liked and, about it. Yeah. 
And it I was, was also say- like made in 2003 too. So it's it's like the cameras are 2001 probably filmed. So the cameras weren't all shot for HD or anything like that. I know. I just I still I've seen better 80s films. I don't know why. It's just, I, it's, it's very, <laughs> I, I think that's that's what they were going for. It's kind of like you said, British but very artsy. I actually really yeah. like the film. That's one of the one of the things. If you think about the the movie as a whole, the story is kind of lacking a bit. There's good good um, amount of dong in it, but. Um, Overall, it's great, great filming, very artsy, and not not overdone. You know, it's not they didn't spend a, a gazillion dollars on crash and burn scenes, and you know they, they had the big, the very um, surreal like opening scene where he's walking around. But besides that, it's, you could tell it was kind of I would say low budget, very low budget for for its day. All right, well, who's kicking it off? Well, I I could tell you all about it. Uh... I'll do what Doug normally does. IMDb gave it a 7.6 out of 10. Uh, did pretty well there. Uh, budget of $8 million. Made $86 million worldwide, $45 million U.S. So wow. the budget was pretty low, especially for 2001 standards. It crushed mm-hmm. it, though. Jesus. Yeah, it did good. I mean, they made 10 times the amount, pretty much. Um, so anyway, uh, it starts out with, uh, you know, footage of riots on a... Uh, you know, you don't realize it's like TV screens at first, uh, but yeah, there's people rioting, people going nuts, like people hung, get beaten, and then it kind of pans out, and you see like a primate, a chimp, uh, tied down to like a table, and um, you know he's they're making him watch it like Clockwork Orange style, like mm-hmm. just you know making him you know uh, what put it in his brain or whatever. But anyway, so uh, three people break into this lab to free the chimps. And a dude uh, walks in and tells them he knows why they're there and not to free them because they were given inhibitors. And the dude asks, what were they given? And he simply says, rage. So obviously whatever they're giving them is making them angry. So that's why I didn't understand why they got to watch the riot footage anyway, because it just makes people angry automatically. So, the, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Point. Isn't that true or no? Yeah. Good point. So... The chick of the group that's stealing decides to open a cage, and the, she does. The monkey just runs. It's like this long cage, probably like 10 feet long, and the monkey just runs, you know, jumps on top of her and just starts biting her. She comes up, like, instantaneously, within five seconds later, throwing up blood. She pukes it on the other guy, and then you just hear, oh, we have to kill her, and that's it. It cuts. It cuts to, you know, it says, the screen goes black, and it says 28 days later. Um... And then all of a sudden, a dude wakes up in a hospital, kind of like Walking Dead style. That's all I can think of as Walking Dead, but there's a little wrong yeah. in it. 100%. Yeah. Dude, yeah. dude hangs dong. Hangs dong. Um, he walks around screaming. Like, then he gets up. He finds, like, vending machines. He gets, like, candy, and which is, like, a thing in the movie. that They all eat sugar and drink sugar. And he finds a candy. Vending machine's all broken into. He takes a bunch of stuff, puts it in a plastic bag. And then he ends up walking around and gets a great tour of London. See Big Ben, you see Parliament, you see all this stuff, nobody around, just screaming, hello, hello, hello. And, um, where am I? God damn it. This is hard. He finds some money, takes it like it does nothing. And then he finds a newspaper that read evacuation. So now he's starting to, like, put things together. Then he finds, like, a dedication wall to the dead with a bloody handprint on it. He goes and looks at it, whatever, whatever. And then, uh, he walks into a church. And on the wall, it says, repent. The end is extremely niche on it. I think that's what it says. N-I-C-H. Yeah, it the does. The niche. 
Yeah. I thought it had a K in it personally. Then he walks up these steps, so he overlooks the church, he makes noise, and then all of a sudden, two bodies, well, he sees a pile of bodies, I should say, first, you know, overhead, in the, with the pews and stuff, and then two of the bodies get up and look at him, like the, the wow emoji. They have their face with the mouth all wide open, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it reminded me of the wow emoji, for some weird, you know, some weird reason. No, perfect way to describe it. You're painting the yeah. picture for us, Marco. <laughs> Yeah, and then they, uh, you know, they get up. Uh, he 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 starts walking, and then a door opens, and a priest comes out, making all these gurgling noises, and tries to attack him. Uh, he just runs away. Then some masked people come out, throwing Molotov cocktails and screaming, "Over here! Over here!" They direct the infected towards a gas station and blow it up. So basically, the three people that were chasing him actually turned into like six people, didn't it? They were chasing him out of the church. They ended up blowing him up. Yeah, there was a whole, you know, one one called to the rest, and they all just came out like a shitstorm. Yeah, and I yeah, man. So like, it, it was like, hey, let's make sure we sit back and watch this this explosion that we paid millions of dollars for. We only get one shot at it, so make sure it, we don't fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And then yeah, it's just it's just quick moving. That's what I like about it. I mean, it's like things things just go. They end up running into a subway. And there's a little market in there. They just go in there, lock themselves in. They unmask and ask about him. They find out his name. You know, the guy that woke up, his name is Jim. The people that rescued him are Mark and Selena. And then they explain to him that it started as rioting. Selena explains it was a virus, an infection. It was in the blood. It was something in the blood. That's her direct quote. It was in the blood. It was something in the blood. That was my point from earlier. <laughs> And they There's go on to the poop. That. That's possible, yeah. They, <laughs> okay. They explained <laughs> that the uh, infection spread fast. Everything was overrun. Before TV, you know, and then they were talking about the TV broadcast. They said it spread to, like, Paris, NYC, whatever, whatever, whatever. And also, they say that he's the first person they've seen in six days. And then... Uh, he wants to know if his parents are still alive, so that's where they make their way to. Uh, they reluctantly make their way there. Uh, he finds his parents dead of an apparent suicide. He takes a picture out of the hand, uh, and it's a picture of him, and it basically says on the back, written to him, we're now sleeping with you, because they still, you know, obviously think he's in the coma and, and dead or whatnot, or about to die. Don't wake up. And then uh, Mark goes on to tell a story of how he should be grateful they died so peacefully because he was talking about when he went with his sister and they went to Paddington Station. There was 20,000 people with the same idea. They were they starting and then, you know, some people got infected and it was spreading quickly. And he basically had to climb all the bodies to get onto like a counter and escape, which seems like it would be crazy. I wish they put that in the, in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, like a little like a cut scene that kind of just had this... That's the thing with this. They kind of like paint the picture for you, so they feel like they don't have to, or maybe that's why they like to. They were able to keep it so low budget. You know, that would have been a good visual for sure. Yeah, yeah, I would say it's more budgetary issues. I mean, it's it's uh, you know, like like some of the stuff that they paint, you would love to see. Like that's one, and there's a few others throughout the movie uh, that I would just love to see them. Uh, wish if they put on camera. I mean, I guess that's what twenty week uh, twenty eight weeks later was. That was a more high budget version. But also didn't have the same uh, flair as this one did. Mm. 
So anyway, they uh, sleep at Jim's house. Jim can't sleep. He's looking at his mom's stuff and pictures, watching videos. Then two angry motherfuckers come crashing through windows on top of Jim. <laughs> but do you know and Celine and Mark? Let's not go ahead. Do you know why they crashed in on him? Because he was probably a candle, making noise. A candle, Kevin. A candle. Oh, oh it was that, a candle. Is that the cause? That's the cause. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because he lit the candle. Yeah, yeah. I see. I, I actually didn't notice that part. So that's good. Good eye. I noticed that this disease was originally carried by chimpanzees, and I and you can see that when people are infected, they take on the form of a chimp. Right, very and even with the arm movements and stuff. Yeah, like I saw that too. But but did it come from a chimp, or did they just like make it and like? Made it. You know, tested on chimps. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's it. I think it was, I think it was biologically manufactured, which is, I mean, again, we don't know, but, you know, kind of relative to this, people are still trying to figure out if China actually made this in a lab. Right, right. The umbrella corp. That's the thing. Well, dude, I mean, think of it. The, the scientist who was the whistleblower in December in China, he's dead. <laughs> he's mm -hmm. supposed died from it first yeah and, and uh going back to the umbrella thing that you're talking about i just actually saw like some meme that in um what do you call it resident evil they call it raccoon city raccoon and you city, know what yeah. word you can make out of raccoon oh corona yeah absolutely oh wow. it out, baby wow kind of crazy yeah it's, mm. it's kind of funny that you, you mentioned umbrella that's what reminded me of that yeah, I know there's a few creepy similarities between the two. You know, who who knows? The worst part is when all's said and done, eventually we'll never get a fucking answer either, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Sorry, Mark Coco. Yeah, no, that's fine. I don't care. Uh, we, I, I, You know, this is all my second time doing it. I got to get used to getting cut off when I do the lead. I'm only doing the lead for half, though, half the movie. Me and Doug cut it up. But, yep, uh, yeah, so... The second... The second half is called 28 Pages Later. Yeah, Dude. the second part definitely has a lot more than the first part. So I got the easy one. Yeah, but, but anyway, I kept, the, so those two I kept the second half super quick, but sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. The two the two angry mofos come crashing. That's where I was, right? Yeah, the windows. Jim screams. Then Selena and Mark come in and, and cut them bitches up. Mark was bit. Uh, she asked if he's okay. She, noticed, he, she notices that Mark has whatever. So instantaneous. I love Selena because of this. She goes over and she just freaking kills him. Like, I mean, like bashes him with a machete and she, she tells the guy, she's, you know, cause Jim's all fucked up about it. And she's like, if you bit, you bit, you know, you're going to kill me. I'm not going to die. And same thing happens when he falls behind in the next scene. <laughs> so, uh, where am I? He's the weakest. Uh, yeah. That, that's what she too legit ahead, to bit. said. He's the weakest link. He is, yeah, yeah, definitely. And he woke up from like a 28-day, at least a 28-day coma. So He should be rested as shit. <laughs> well, I mean, he had no food. All he was eating was sugar and all that stuff. I'll get to that in a second. But right. she explains to him that the infected, it only takes 20, 10 to 20 seconds to kick in. So that's why she had to kill him instantaneously. So they end up continuing to Yeah. They continue to walk. They find an apartment building. They enter it. There's a bunch of shopping carriages. Anyway, they climb over it. They get to a staircase. 
and they start walking, and he's starting to crash because of the sugar, which I was just talking about. And uh, she's, you know, he's like, I don't know why I can't keep up. She's like, well, you've been awake for like two days or whatever, and all you've had is sugar. So you're crashing. So she's like, I got pills and more sugar. So let's get you going. And uh, while they're talking, she hears um, the infected coming. And they're coming. Like, that's what I like about this movie, man. They come like madmen. These freaking things are just like running. And then when they climb on the carriages, they're just like, they, they just scale it like there's no issues. You know what I'm talking about? You you notice that? It's like that scene in what is it, World War Z, where the zombies like run real fast and they climb. They can climb like on top of each other and create like walls and shit. Yeah, yeah. I, that, I mean, they didn't do that quite, but yeah, yeah. It's something similar. No, but the, I mean, before this, I remember seeing this in the theater way back. What was it? Oh two when it came out, and I remember thinking like, wow, this is kind of a whole other spin on. I don't want to say a zombie film, but normally when you see the infected or there's things after us, you know, they're very slow moving, lethargic, but. This was kind of creepy because, like, fuck, what if these things, what if a zombie did have, like, you know, a marathon runner speed? You know, that'd be fucking right. terrifying. Yeah, it would be terrifying. Yeah, shopping carts, those are just, yeah, shopping carts are just scary as it is, you know? Yeah, and they got them with no problems. Anyway, they chase uh, them up. Jim's crying like a bitch. Wait for me, please. Wait for me, please. I have a headache, man. <laughs> And then they they get up to the top, and there's like, dude, just in riot gear at the top of the stairs, lets them through and directs them to go to room 157. Dude fucks up the infected, though. He holds them off with this shield and just kicks the shit out of them, throws them down the stairs. Yeah, that was And then good. that's when you you meet Frank and his daughter, yeah. Hannah. Frank. Which Frank is probably my favorite character in the movie. Even though he doesn't hang dong, right? He still... No, he doesn't hang dong, but I didn't want to really see his dong, so it's okay. Lauren we'll, uh, said she, we'll be okay with that. Lauren was less than impressed. Like the minute it cut to it, she had all sorts of comments, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Maybe he's a grower, not a shower." <laughs> That's a possibility. <laughs> What's this? The very in the very beginning scene. Let's be honest. How many times do you see a dick on TV anymore? Well, yeah. anymore, right? As to begin with. Well, you know what? You see everything else enough. Yeah, but those are pretty. These are. It looks like a. It looks like a shriveled up acorn. I don't give a shit. It's still a double, double you know, standard. No, women. The female form art. The male form is just a reproductive organ. Yeah, David. Like, right. like Louis C.K. is like Louis C.K. says. He's like vaginas, are like little little flowers. Like they're so pretty. They should have little butterflies floating around. They don't even have a name. It's just like la 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 la. And he's just talking about dicks. How. Yeah, Kevin's right. They're just like this, ew. You know, hey, Lolo, can I suggest Wolf Cop if you're into big, big veiny dongs? <laughs> one, one and two, mostly two. That's where, where that's where they, they really excel. I interject the Wolf Cop reference in here. It's like <laughs> one podcast can't go by without a, a Wolf Cop drop. I'll just wait for the, you know, I the other two. I and I didn't hate it. I didn't hate Wolf Cop. No, I didn't. Did you see them both? I didn't hate it either, man. I just think it's like cheese, but it's fun cheese. I could, it you know, and that's yeah. all. It's, it's, they're not very well-made movies, but they're fun for what they are. And I know Doug gets that's offended it. by that, but no, no. I see. I love horror and I love comedy. Those are my two favorite genres. And when you mix the two, even though, yeah, of course, it's there's very few horror comedies that aren't super super cheesy. You know, there's like Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. I would say it's a Comedy, but it's not super cheesy. Whereas, like, um, like Deathgasm, you know, obviously cheese. Yeah, you well, know, Wolf Cop. Well, well, Doug, just remember, you have May's pick, 
So you pick what you want, buddy. <laughs> anyway, so Frank, you're going reg- to regret that. So, <laughs> so Frank <laughs> is obviously very happy to see people. He, probably, he obviously hasn't seen people. Awesome drinks. You can see the, the happiness in his face. I feel so happy for that guy. Anyway, Jim shaves yeah. and no longer looks like a character from the Planet of the Apes. Because <laughs> that's all I could think of. He was an ape the whole time. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. And then they go up to the roof. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. <laughs> they see the rain, uh, the rain traps or whatever. And the guy says, no rain for 10 days. Frank uh, tells Jim they won't be able to stay here. They'll just die here. So he finds, he actually brings up a broadcast that's on a loop. Directing them to salvation. Uh, but uh, the coordinates are a two or three day journey. So that's where the journey begins. Uh, they're arguing about, you know, hey, they could die on the way. And Hannah tells them, we're going to die here. So what's the difference? So it convinces everybody to go. So they get Yolo. in the old taxi. The chaps get in the taxi. And in the most ridiculous scene in the movie, they, they come up on a tunnel. And it's blocked up by, like, all these cars. So what does he decide to do instead of backing up and going around the long way? He runs into, like, <laughs> a big metal wall. Of, somehow it falls, and he's driving on top of other cars. Like demolition derby style. Right, but, like, on top. And it's, they're not bouncing around. Like, your car would never make it more than five feet into that. No, and it looks like... It looks like fucking Herbie the Love Bug. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's it's a British cab. That's what it is. They're like the longer in the back. They have like the extra room. It's a taxi because has the meter. You can see that too. So yeah, it's fucking crazy. So they end up getting a flat tire. What's all this noise? Did somebody pull out a microphone or something? No, it's Doug. He's probably playing with himself. Hey, what the hell's going on? I'm not moving at all. It was, well, I am so still. Well, it was you because you now the noise ain't happening. But all right, anyway. <laughs> I always get blamed for it. Whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm not wearing pants and I'm... Fuck off. I've actually been very still this whole time. I've been in the same chair the whole time. It's amazing. Usually I move a lot too, but it's okay. But anyway, uh, yeah. Oh, fit. So after all that, they end up getting a flat. So they go to fix the flat. And Hannah is actually... The young daughter is actually the one under the car trying to fix it. And all of a sudden, these rats just start running. And they run right by her. She's on the ground. And they're in her hair. They're whatever, whatever. And I think it's Selena says it's the, the rats are running away from the dead so or the infected. The infected are coming. So that's where you see their shadows coming. And then in the, just the nick of time, they get the tire off on and they get away. Like just in the nick of time, they get to the car. You know how it always goes. Yeah, they got to build that suspense somehow. Yeah, I mean, it was cool. I mean, like the, the only part about the scene I hated was driving on top of the cars. You know, I thought it was just the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I didn't like that part at all. Um, yeah, because they would have gotten stuck in the first car they ke- even looked at, never mind yeah. rode over a pile of them like a fucking monster yeah, truck. It's, that's what I was just about to say. It's impossible unless you fucking own Bigfoot or a Gravedigger. You know, it's fucking, yeah. it's, it's impossible. So it would never happen. Anything mad, Kevin? No. <laughs> I'm just saying if you're paying attention. I love doing that to you sometimes. But uh, what do you call it? Then they uh, continue on. They find a supermarket and unbelievably untouched. There was like nobody that was in there. I know they're in a smaller village, but you think there would be people that would actually go in there and, and get stuff. So they ended up shopping. Yeah, we didn't we check didn't... the toilet paper aisle. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It didn't show the toilet paper aisle, but I'm sure they stocked up. All I know is they didn't want more chocolate because that's all they've been eating, basically. Um, 
So, yeah, they end up finding a abandoned truck. They get some extra gas for the car. Uh, Jim enters a building, finds a dead girl and, uh, you know, holding a doll, a few others. And then all of a sudden, like a fucking, I would say, a 10 to 12-year-old infected boy comes out and attacks him. Then it kind of cuts, and Jim walks out. You hear like a like a thump, and Jim walks out of the building, like wiping his bat off. So he obviously killed a ten to twelve year old boy. Uh, they continue driving, have picnics, see horses. They think it's lovely. Selena is falling for Jim now. They, now you can see Selena starting to fall for Jim. She's trying to change her perception. She tells him, you know, before she was relentless, and she's like. Fuck everybody, but now she sees the love with Hannah and Frank, and she's starting to rethink her position on life, which I think is pretty cool. Doug, Doug, this isn't Selena Gomez. I know. I kept thinking that though. I'm By like, the way, why is this not, bitch still? You no, know, not speaking of viruses and everybody's dead, and you know our current state of uh, of the United States. But just just a news flash. It's a good thing. That the only band that hasn't canceled their tour in New Hampshire is Head PE. They're still playing on the 15th in Manchester. If you all want to go see Head PE, nice. Yes. Hey, I just want to give a <laughs> shout out real quick to Kevin Varela. Big Big Kev has joined us on the uh, on the podcast. I like. It. I heard he's got the corona. He might. He might. He always looks like he has the corona. Me and him are supposed to be going to New Jersey together. So let's see what happens there. He's had the corona. He might be the. He might be patient zero. He could Ooh. be the carrier. Are you patient zero, Kevin? We can bring him on if you want to. But anyway, uh, they end up going to sleep, popping Valiums. Jim has nightmares uh, that they leave him behind, and then he wakes up to a honking. And this is where Doug takes over because I don't know anymore. <laughs> what the fuck is oh. What happened? So. Said head PE. Why of all bands that won't cancel a show, why is it fucking new metal? You know why? Because they can't uh, fill up more than two hundred and fifty people, so it's not gonna get canceled. <laughs> that's what it is. Maybe back in two thousand or whatever when they were big, but not now. Oh that was perfect. <laughs> Alright, so after after intermission we have part two of twenty eight days later. And I'm going to try to keep it, like I said, less than 28 pages later. It's like four pages. I'm going to kind of just hit the bullets. And we're going to make this quick. So uh, they leave the ruins where they spent the night. They still have hope of the raid. Yes. Not to cut you off. No, I'm just kidding. You just did that on purpose, didn't you? Yep. Jerk. Bye, Felicia. I I hope you're not getting a hand job right now. (laughs) I, I, I hope... Hope she's on the on the other side of the room, just giving you dirty looks. I hope you're not getting over the panties. I'd be upset. I have a feeling. No, she. I have a feeling there. Are, are you in different rooms? No, she, Lolo's. She's just sitting at the opposite end of the couch with Popeye. She's got one hand on the pup and the other hand on her iPhone. So she's, you know, she's skiing right now. Yeah, I know. Oh, so she looks like you. She looks like you normally do when we're podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, oh. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So they leave the ruins where they spent the night. Like Marco said, they he's having like some kind of crazy Valium dream. They he wakes up with the car honk and he hops in. And they go. So they still have hope that the radio broadcast for quote salvation, you know, is still a real thing. So they're gonna head that way, due north. Um. And now, besides the the church in the beginning, like there are no bodies besides any infected, besides the parents. Like I. That was one thing I thought was a little bit weird. I figured there would have been some kind of 
military response and there would have been piles of bodies around before everyone kind of I just thought that was a little bit weird, but maybe that was just kind of on the artsy, low-budget end. Yeah, and, um, and also, like, how empty the roads were. You would think, like, with all those people running around, it would create havoc and car accidents and all types of shit. Yeah, like, like the highway's least... perfectly clear. Like, if you watch any other zombie movie, I like, you know, Zombieland, whatever, even Walking <laughs> Dead, you see piles of fucking cars everywhere. Yeah, that's more realistic to me than just open, wide-open roads. Yeah. Like, everyone got away, and, you know, so I... I, I liked that it. it was very, like, dramatic, but I'm, like, unrealistic in the same breath. You know, and I'm fucking deep. Mm-hmm. You're a deep person, um, So they make it to... <laughs> they make it to the second, quote, second blockade uh, in Manchester, England, where this um, salvation was supposed to be. So they show up, and it looks like, like a deserted camp with a bunch of cars, and they're like, is this it? You know, is everyone gone? You know, is it deserted, or, or is it? So the dad's pissed off. He kind of walks away. Uh, here, here's a crow start kind of crowing, thinks he's laughing at him, so he kind of kicks him, shoes him away, and somehow a drop of blood from the crow gets him right in the eyeball, and within, you know, seconds, he, he's got the rage. Uh, so he goes all rage, and it's like, fuck, now animals carry this shit? Like, that's even, like, another level of just creepiness, you know, if you were in their situation. Uh, so then all of a sudden, some sniper dude in a ghillie suit uh takes takes the data which i was kind of bummed i'm like dude this is like marco said probably the best character in the movie yeah. he's just lovable he's just a loving guy and you know what I, I don't say it's as it was intense as when herschel and the walking dead got killed that that's when i stopped watching the show i'm like how could you kill my grandfather like i love yeah herschel. yeah that was a tough death on you know, the walking he, dead but did, was it the uh yeah. crow picking at the at a at a dead body was could have the blood been from a dead body or was or was that after yeah oh yeah, very very possible. Yeah, so... Yeah, it was, it was from a dead body. Yeah. It was, okay. All right, that makes more sense. Maybe... I don't know how I missed that, but then again, I... Which, I look, hey, it's, it's relative to what we have now, right? So so what we currently have is a droplet virus, and, I mean, that's it's possible. If I'm talking to you within six feet and I spit on you, you're in, and it happens to land in your mouth or on you, and then you touch your face or, you you know, whatever you, like bite your fingernails or something you're automatically infected so i think the difference with reality is um it takes a lot longer for it to get in your system this current virus you may show signs you may not typically if you're going to get sick it's within five days and you start to show actual signs whereas this virus it's like instantaneous and a bit ridiculous it's like the minute it gets in his eyes he starts like you know, freaking out, like, get away from me! And he starts acting out, becomes primal, turns into a chimpanzee. But isn't that scarier, though, how how fast yeah, they yeah. turn oh, and how, yeah. you know what I mean? So so I, I think that they were kind of trying to definitely play on that. Oh, and- not trying to pull the V, not trying to pull the V card here either, but, Jesus. like, all these, like, H1N1, swine flu, Mars, uh, SARS, like, all of them come um, from some type of animal exposure, usually through eating, like, shit meat, or, uh... I was reading this thing earlier, and I'm like, dude, it's... Obviously, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the preachy vegan type, but I just thought that was a very interesting fact that's, like, mad cow disease, you know, cows, and swine flu, obviously pigs. This just, like, sounds, like, kind this of, just sounds like vegan propaganda. <laughs> vegan fake news. Vegan fake news. I have my pedestal, and I'm gonna use it. No, I mean, you're... you're you're not wrong. I, Liz is Liz is somewhere right now flipping a table. 
Probably. Absolutely. Yeah, you're, not, <laughs> you're not wrong about that. I mean, um, but it, but it's true. Like you can tell the difference between reality versus the fantasy of a, a virus. There's no way that you'd get a droplet in your eye in that fast turn. It would need to get into your system. It would need to work its way through. It's too fast. Now, maybe if he stood there with a tampon and then shoved up his asshole, that's different. That's a quick way. Oh, that's, that's how you get way. drunk quick. So it makes sense. Goes right into you. Right yeah. in the bloodstream. Yeah. Oh, you. You. So you didn't watch the uh, the cut scenes, did you? Because that's actually exactly what happens. <laughs> No. <laughs> right up the he keisters it, bam, rage. Mm-hmm. We're done. <laughs> All right. So we digress as normal, per use. So let's per, let's continue on here. All right. Per use, yeah. <laughs> we Doug we is took just a transformed brief, uh, into a thirteen year old girl. But go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm gonna smoke a doink, uh, have a quick doink sesh. Yeah, doink sesh. <laughs> Doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay so anyway you know obviously these are kind of dark times and we're trying to find the you know uh have a little bit of comic relief you know but anyway so <clears throat> he takes them into their base um the dude in the ghillie suit he's kind of like the commander of this little um utopia that they think they're going into takes them in for a shower uh jim's naked again cool um, how was that shower scene, Lolo? Is that okay? Yes, clean. Good, clean, there, clean. There, there was no dog like in that one, said, It just showed his buttocks, right? Am I wrong? Uh, yep, buttocks and chest and back muscles, you know. There's no, I think the dog was only in the beginning, which has a little, mm-hmm. you know, it should have been predominant throughout the whole movie, but whatever, you can, beggars can't be choosers, you know. Like Lolo said, it's not, it's not a whole lot of dog in movies nowadays, so you're gonna take what you're got. So... Uh, the army guy shows Jim the ropes, gives him the tour of the compound. He sh- brings him out to meet M- Mela, I think is how it's pronounced. He's the uh, chained up cohort um, who turned a few days ago, you know, very day of the dead. They get him chained up and they're talking to him. He'll react for a second and then go back to being, you know, a rager, we'll call him. Uh, so they're keeping him as an experiment, especially to see how long it takes for the infected to starve to death. So he's basically... And now he's just some sick, sick science experiment. So they all sit down to that awkward dinner. You have the one dissident, uh, I'm going to call him the dissident sergeant, who is just talking about conspiracy theories and this is fucked up. And, you know, this this seems like it's fucked up times, but it's actually normal times, like humans, the virus. And you're like, this guy's maybe a crackpot, but maybe he's telling, you know, maybe he's the guy that's telling the damn truth. So all of a sudden during dinner, um, the trip wires and alarms go off. They go outside. The guys shoot and blow up a bunch of uh, zombies. I keep calling them zombies. Ragers. Ragers. Oh, the infected. Is that part of the correct? Sorry, the infected. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah. I, gotta I gotta stop you as usual. I gotta. I so I I found a funny. Uh, there's a funny meme out right now. It's um, a T T1000 or a T2000, and it's uh, it says people with unwiped butts. And it's a picture of the Terminator, and then it's somebody crying under a desk. People who bought all the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! This all is right. getting ridiculous. This is getting serious. Yeah, this also. There, there was one. Mike, go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. No, no. Go there ahead. was uh, another one I saw, and it, you know the commando with like the the rocket gun with the four cylinders. Yeah, yeah they, it was all toilet paper, and it said "Get to the shitter," which is pretty oh, good too. <laughs> 
<laughs> Not as good as yours, but it was still pretty good. The one I saw that cracked me up, it was when my sister posted. It was like, you know, you know in Terminator when he's like, I'm uh, living tissue over a cyber, whatever he says, and he like cuts his arm off and pulls it, and it's like his arm, mm -hmm. just like the yeah. metal arm. It's a picture of Arnold's arm like bare like that, and it's like how I feel after like sanitizing my hands for like the 700 time like today, and it's just like a bare, bare bone hand. It's true. It's true. It's all chapped. It's like you get chapped hands. Yeah, it's it's it. They say like you know, even me. I'm like every time I walk by one, I'll like take a squirt and rub it on my hands, and it's actually not even that. It's good like initially, but I think it's kind of bad for if you overuse it because then you're killing the good bacteria, you know, that's on your hands too. So it's almost like you need to find that good good medium. You're not too much, not too little. You know, don't pick your butt and pick your eye. You know, that's the moral. So. Um, so after this little, so the funny thing to me is they're out there like literally blowing up these ragers, there's blood flying at them. It just seems like super easy for one of them to get like a piece in their mouth or their eye or a cut or a pee hole. But anyway, that's, that's just me overthinking it. But so right after this, uh, all the guys kind of surround Selena and they start to get a bit handsy. Uh, the sergeant dude kind of breaks it up. And then he kind of pulls Jim aside in another room and he tells him, uh, you know, um, I, I promised the men, women, you know, these guys, he said that one of his cohorts, he found him with a gun in his mouth, he was going to kill himself, he's like, there's no future, what's the point? It's just a bunch of dudes, we can't reproduce, like, what are we going to do, just live in like a little dude colony, basically? Obviously I'm paraphrasing, but, um, so that they feel that they have no future without women and that... Jim's free to go, but the women are basically forced to stay, which is kind of fucked up. Um, so one quick thing, I did enjoy the music, except for like the rolling credits. I did enjoy like the really kind of heavy industrial music they had kind of playing during some of the more intense scenes, kind of like the cutscenes. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Yeah. You know, it was just good. Like, I don't, I don't say ministry. I'm not a big ministry guy, but it was just very industrial, heavy, distorted guitars, and it kind of just fit the mood. You know, I'm like, what? It's better than like, uh, you know, I don't know if that was written specifically for the movie or, but it, it, it was done well. It tied it together well, I thought. Especially, it was British. It was British, yeah. So it brought together the shit the sh the sh film, man. No? Jerks. You guys are film snobs. Um, oh, there was one other meme that I, I, I thought was kind of funny. It was uh, McGrady from The Thing and it said there's only one way to test for coronavirus. He's got the little Petri dish with like the uh, like the rod or whatever he is. Whatever he's got to stick in it. <laughs> from The Thing. But anyway, so I like um, so long story short, Jim puts, puts up a fight. They bring Jim in the that We should have done this. We should have done it, The Thing. Is this AOL? Did someone just come online? <laughs> Did I just hear a door creak? Wow, yeah, that... He's probably going outside to smoke. Who, me? I... That took me way Are you back. you talking to me? About me? You talking to me? Yeah, he's outside. Who, me? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing outside now? I'm not outside. I went to go take a leak. I was just trying not to do it on the air like Doug. Don't yell at me. Oh, I'm, just... I'm not outside. I just wanted to drown out... I just wanted to drown out Kevin's uh, synopsis, what might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like Mr. Rogers who liked to fart when, like, you know, there was a lot of people in the room. That that's me with pee. Yeah, so I just pee when someone's talking about something really important. I'm gonna be. Wait, is that is that 
What, Kevo? Mr. Rogers, is that true? Oh, 100%. Yeah, he thought Fox were hilarious. He was the most, like, wholesome guy probably ever. Maybe Diller, I don't know. I hope to think not. Nah, but nah, man. He did, like, oh, watch his doc. His he, doc he did, like, pretty the, good. Oh, no, I saw the movie. Yeah, I was in tears. And I think there was a part with the... They mentioned, like, a, um, a mooning scene and some farts, but it's more so, like, it was kind of off the record kind of thing. Oh. I hang out with some people that, you know, you know, yeah. know people. Anyway. Did you, who, Corey? Mar- <laughs> Mar- Marco, you wanted to say something about going outside? You were going to defend your honor? I was no, just peeing. No, I, I told you I was peeing. I didn't go outside. Oh, you just... Oh, okay. All I right. tried to be as quiet Doug, as possible, but you guys noticed I was gone. So just said on the air, uh, Nick Caruso said you are fake. You are fake metal, fake vegan. Fake Doug. Wow. Wow. I'm just fake. Hashtag fake Doug all around. Fake Doug. Oh, hey, we got somebody calling in. Hold on a second here. How's it going? You're on the podcast. Hello. Was that a Russian? No, I don't know. Henrique. Oh, all right. Here, there you are. What's going on, man? How you doing? You, you you surviving out there? You staying healthy? All right. I don't hear nothing. Well, I'll continue. <laughs> no, no. He his his call cut out, but then he said hi, so he doesn't speak English. All right. Oh, that's okay. Neither do we. We don't speak English very well either. So you're you're not the only one, my friend. Yeah. Uh, where where are you from? If you can hear me. I can't hear nothing. At least one of us can. Oh, Brazil, Marco. Marco. He's from Brazil. That's basically Portugal, language wise. Yeah. For some reason, I can't hear him at all. No, he he's just talk to him through. Can you talk to him through text? Oh, he's texting. Yeah, his call cut out, so now he's. Um, oh, I see it. Yeah, he's just typing. All right. That's cool. Why don't you chat ch- chat to him if you want? Just say hello, see what's going on. Ah, oh, he speaks Portuguese. He's in Portuguese. I, I mean, he speaks Portuguese. All right, I don't know how to write in Portuguese, so I, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. What? Well, ask him a question. It's like think of it as like a um, as like a uh, like a Ouija board. Just ask him a question, see if he. I don't want to. Benedeka, Shashaka. <laughs> Those are the only are those dirty words. I know one's a frog and one's of a JJ. Do the bank it on you. Oh, there you go. I asked him if he's okay in a good way. <laughs> he just said he can't speak. How is he supposed to read? Vintage burn well, podcast. He probably knows basics. So, I mean, you know, he's look. We have people buying out toilet paper in masses. I'm not so I'm not so certain the American people know what they're fucking doing right now, okay? So Oh no. Oh oh yeah, we have no clue. Oh, you're the host too. Oh, look at you fucking snotty pants. Alright, so while while you guys are chatting with him, I'm gonna continue. Uh just to get through this, I got a page and a half here. Uh so, so so the dissident sergeant is shot. They bring him out kind of out in the way back where they keep all the bodies. The, the, sar- the sergeant's shot. Uh, Jim um, makes a scuffle. No, no, two of the guys start fighting because one didn't want the other one to get shot. So Jim plays dead. and He's basically laying in a pile of, uh, like, corpses. They turn away, and he basically hops over the fence. Uh, he loses his shirt. Of course, because that's where all his power is, is when he's shirtless. Um, 
back at the, the compound, they try to force Selena and Hannah to kind of dress up. They're kind of dressing them up to kind of, you know, I guess he's been men after a month. That seems a bit excessive to be that, that uh, pent up after a month. But, I mean, I guess if there's no hope of a future, I mean, I'm not, not condoning it in any way, shape, or form. But it's just the, the weird fucked up mentality that they have. Well, they're, they're, so they're dressing. They're hands. obviously not good people in general. They're they're assholes. Again, another thing that's true. It too. reminds me of like say uh, I could I could uh, like Walking Dead thing like Terminus. I don't know if you saw that season where they that was their salvation head towards Terminus. So they're walking on the tracks like the whole season, and then when they get there, the people just yep. want to eat them. Yeah, so they're kind of drawing them in for the wrong Correct. reasons. You know, when he does say like. Oh, this isn't what you expected, but don't worry. And then he reassures when he first comes in. Then all of a sudden, they're, you're right, they're scumbags and their true colors start to show. So they, they kind of dress them up and Selena realizes, like, hey, we're not really going to be able to get out of this. Our only chance is to kind of deal with it for now and, you know, form another plan. So she tries giving, or she does give Hannah. Hey, Doug. Uh, yeah. Henrique said you talk too fast. Uh, Marco, how do you say Sorry in Portuguese. Lo siento, or is that That's Spanish? Spanish. I'll, I'll tell him. I'll tell him. I'm gonna. I'm using Google Translate. It's there awesome. you go. Do your thing. All right, you, 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 you. Um, like all these dudes on like the um on the on the broadcast, you can do like the tele. Um, you can sign everything, but like through. But Doug, like the what? What the whole thing is? It's kind of showing the human condition how humans can be evil. Like, and the you know back to the dinner scene just for a second, like. Uh, when the, uh, the the chubby guys talk about conspiracies and whatever, or going back to normal, and he says something about, like, you know, we're, we've only been on the Earth. In the Earth's history, we've only been here for a blink of an eye, right? And then the guy's like, yep. you know what's normal to me is people were killed each other 28 days ago, or whatever, uh, 28 weeks ago, then 28 months ago. And he's like, it's all the same. And, and it's just showing, like, he's got an evil streak to him. In my opinion, right there is where you can see the guy's not quite right. You know what I mean? Are you peeing again? Well, he was the one. T- no. Why? Why did you say that? I don't know. Is it because I'm peeing? Is that why you yeah, said that? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I did get home and chug like three beers just because it's been one of those days. But you're right, Marco. Um, and it's funny. He's the one you seem like he's a, like an asshole or a crazy person. But like towards the end, like him and Jim are locked up. And him, he's saying like it's a conspiracy theory and you know um you know it's only us they kept us here in this island and everywhere else is living on like normal days and we're living here like animals and you know you, you hate to believe them but you know i don't jump to the end but like once we get to the end you might be like wow this guy's not completely off his rocker mm-hmm. you know so but you're right it's kind of showing the human condition and even in the worst of times it can bring out the even worse than people, Correct. even more, yeah, you know, because all which is typically, which is typically the tale in most zombie slash, I guess, infected films. I mean, it, it's just kind of the same. It's the same old hat. Yes. Bye. Okay. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say, uh, and that's that's why you could just tell they're evil. But continue, sir. No, no, you're right. Um, so, uh, Selena drugs up Hannah, and. Um, I, she must give her more Valium or something. She's And Hannah's like, you know, Hannah's not dumb. She's young, but she's not dumb. And she's like, are you trying to, like, kill me? You know, so I don't have to endure this. She's like, no, I'm just trying to, like, numb you. So she's basically stoned, like, the second half of the movie. Yeah, like, she says that. Basically from here yeah, on. Yeah, she says she's uh, making her not care. 
Making her not care, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then all of a sudden, um, like a siren goes off. Uh, we find out Jim's luring the guys out with the siren. He's out there spinning the thing. So he brings them out. He basically starts kind of picking them off as they come out. He breaks into the compound. He kind of goes over the wall. He shoots the chain of Myla. Myla, the, uh, the captive they have, the rager captive. Uh, Myla wreaks havoc in the house. Jim breaks in at the same time, starts kicking ass, gouges a guy's dude, uh, dude's guys, a dude guys, <laughs> gouges a dude's eyes out. Uh, Selena goes to kill him, thinking that he's got the rage. I mean, can you blame her? He just gouged the dude's eyes out with his thumbs. But yeah, and they're no, deep she, in she, too. They're not. It, they're not just like it. They're in. Like they're like up to like the knuckle in. in. Oh yeah, yeah. He he's he does have the rage, but not the rage. But so yeah, well, yeah but we find out it's a situation. Sure. Yeah, so we find out that he doesn't have the rage. That he's just a stud. It's not his fault. Mm-hmm. You know, see those abs? Shit. So then there's um kind of I don't want to say a little bit of comedy, but so there's this bloody, very passionate, bloody kissing scene, and Hannah comes over, stoned as shit, and I think breaks a bottle over his head, and he's like, "What? What's wrong with you? Are you stoned?" and Selena's like, oh, I'll explain. And, you know, he's like, she's like, I thought she had the rage, which, you know, you come in and this person just literally gouged a dude's eyes out. You know, you're going to think that, you know. So then uh, they all go to escape. Uh, the commander dude, like the main commander dude, uh, is sitting in the car when they go to escape. And he's like, haha, you know, you can't escape, you know. So Jim promptly shoots him. Uh, Hannah hops in the driver's seat, takes off with him, and kind of backs up. Mila jumps through the back window, grabs him, and kind of runs off with him. So the car is basically free to go. Um, they all hop in. They crash through a great gate, and then all of a sudden it kind of turns black. You don't know if they're dead, alive, if they survived, what happened. Now, this kind of confused me. It said, 28 days later, dot, 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 again. Mm-hmm. So does this mean we're like 56 days in now? Is this 56 days later? That's what I believe it is. Or is yeah. this just... Okay, so this is like... 20, this is the second cycle, essentially. Yeah, it's basically a month later, yeah. A month later, okay. Or 56 days, Marco. Just doing the math there. Not no, well, to... a month later than the, the day it ended, or whatever. The day that they escaped the military compound. That's what I meant. Yeah, it's just, I don't, I'm, I'm just curious what's so symbolic about the 28 days. Just, Isn't that, uh, no. I'm not I, don't, I don't think, I don't know if <laughs> but, there's any symbolism or any connection. I just think that's like when they decided, oh, what sounds good? I think 28 days later sounds like a good movie title. I don't know. I, I I don't think I don't know if there's any symbolism. I never really thought about it, but I don't yeah. think so. I really don't think so. Yeah, because I know you know like 28 Days of Night, the Stephen King movie. Like 28 kind of seems to be a cycle. Mm-hmm. It seems. You know what? I'll do some research, which I won't, and I'll post something, mm. which I won't. So I'm just being honest here. Okay. So then, uh, <laughs> fi- 56 days later, um, you have Jim kind of waking up and. You know, you don't know what situation he's waking up to. So it's like we know as much as he does, it seems. And he walks in and Selena's like sewing behind a sewing machine. And then they go outside and you, you realize they're in this beautiful village. And they're making a huge help sign out of bed sheets. And they hear a passing plane and they go out. And it's very... So, you know, and then you start to think maybe the dissident uh, was right about the government all along. Maybe trying to quarantine them, hide them. Because there's, you know, rescue efforts now. If ever, if it was global and it was completely taken over, there wouldn't be, you know, F-117s flying over, seeing if there's survivors and stuff. So it's, it's kind of like the a little bit RAF, of a... baby. The RAF. 
Is that a big Biggie Smalls reference? No, it's, the, I, I... it's the Royal Air Force, man. That's that's the the British. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> that's World War Two yeah. knowledge right there, baby. Yeah, no, Marco is the World War Two buff. I, I thought I, I thought I was good, and then Marco just he just. Psh, but really, is that so, it, Jim? Oh, World War Two. Yeah, Marco loves you. World War Two. You shit me? Yeah. yeah. We should do. You know, Marco. Maybe I'll Overlord. for for yeah, my next pick. Maybe I'll try to do like um, Overlord. Over. Yeah, Overlord you know what I was gonna cool. say. Like Dead Snow. Let's do. Let's do Overlord, Marco. That is my pick for what May. is it? May. Yeah, May. May. Let's do Overlord. Glorious bastards, uh, Bear Jew. Bear Jew. You do that, yeah. but that's not accurate okay. in any way. Like Overlord has. Uh, well, it's not really accurate either, but at least. Has some of the parts right, but anyway, we could talk about it when it, we do it. It could, it could be. We don't know. Mm. They did a lot of fucked up shit, mm -hmm. but you know what? Let's we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But you know what? Good call. I like that. All right, we'll do it. So anyway, um, the Is the fucking end. Happy. Are we, this, are we all dead yet? What's going on here? I'm trying to like like do like the Jerry Springer final thought thing here, but um. So happy ending, the fucking end. Uh, everyone's in love. They're gonna adopt the kid. I'm guessing. I'm just you know using my imagination here. They're gonna have a kid of their own. They're gonna have their own. You know. All right. House. How would you, how would you compare this to our current virus? Like, you know, uh, reality versus the fantasy of, of a movie, like a horror movie. Uh, um, I would say the thing about this this new virus we got out. Um, we don't know a ton about, it, even though it's not. The first time it's come about, if you look at the back of, like, all these Lysol and disinfectant wipes, you see right there, like, um, coronavirus, you know, Mar MERS, Komodovirus. Like, so it's one of those things that it's not completely unheard of, but it's just we're not prepared for it in such a mass scale, and it's always changing and shifting. So yeah, the strains As far as that goes, too. just being... Yeah, now allegedly there's two strains yeah, yeah. and this and that, but as far... But as far as being, like, caught off guard and, like, whoa, what do we do? We have, you know, uh, 17 million swine flu H1N1 vaccines on hand, you know. And people start get, stopped getting those years ago. People were getting, for a while, they were getting the regular flu vaccine and then the H1N1, the swine flu. And now, you know, so we might see next few years, like, all right, well, I better get the, you know, co um, COVID-19 and the regular swine flu. I mean, uh, well, it <laughs> the regular flu. slower than, like, in the movies. You know, all of these movies, it's like instantaneous. Do you guys know what COVID nineteen even means? No, no. Uh, I know not, nineteen is the year. I'm guessing coronavirus nineteen. Yeah, I mean the rest of it's pretty silly, but um, so co is corona, which is a family of virus, and v means virus, and yeah, that's it. And d and d is disease. Yeah, this is not technically the coronavirus. Everyone's like. I got the, I, I think I got the corona. I got the corona. The coronavirus is like a million coronaviruses. There's, this is just a different strain, a different variation of a different coronavirus. Now, Lolo, I, I saw someone earlier post that um, someone in a city nearby, I forget even who it was, they were like, they have, someone's got the corona. The Corona 19 or the coronavirus 19. It was like, I'm like, now you're just taking all these things and just slapping them together. It just, it's like kind of redundant, I guess, but it just yeah, seems weird. COVID nineteen is like the nickname, I guess. Uh, I I did just see a post about twenty minutes ago that said that uh, 
the city of Waltham is about to go into um, having all schools shut down. Oh yeah, yep. I think for for tomorrow definitely, and then probably. I know a lot of schools are doing the next two weeks. I know Everett's doing the next thirty days. Yeah, which, yeah. Everett's a thirty day. Uh, uh, North Reading PBD around here is tomorrow, and that's it. They're gonna reopen. They're gonna go clean the shit like out of it. It's gonna Look, we're going to start shutting down schools and colleges. One of two things is going to happen. It's going to start to look like fucking children of the corn around the United States, or it's going to end up being like, you know, a giant fucking like uh, Thanksgiving frat party at every bar because all the colleges will be shut down. All the kids will be home. It'll be it'll be a, a fucking ch- children of the bar, you know? <laughs> I did see, right, I did yeah. see a children... Ch- children of the coronavirus um, yeah. meme. It was like the the cover, children of the corn cover, and they all have like masks with sliced sliced and shit. Yeah, I mean they're all you know they're they're all immune, right? So the kids are like fuck the adults. They're gonna infect all the adults. The kids are gonna take over the world, you know, and all the all the the Gen Z or whatever generation is right now, you know, sucking off their parents in college. They're all gonna be at the bar right now, spending their parents' money, well, because everybody will be dead. Yeah, and I'm also I'm also That's reading you. here. Uh, Pornhub is doing the Lord's work. Yeah, well, Marcos, they're getting cut free, off the premium acts to all events during the during the quarantine. Marco, you turned into a robot for a second there. Can you repeat that? Oh, for I'm us, sorry, please? did I? Yeah, so Pornhub is doing the Lord's work. They're giving everybody in Italy quarantined the uh, free premium access. <laughs> which is which is awesome. Uh, just as a concern, listener, a Marco, um, what ex- I, go ahead? <laughs> what does that entail? I don't know. That's just everything they have. Like, Full length videos, like I, I've never paid. Oh, no, everything. Yeah, all, nothing, all, never all the HD stuff. You don't got to pay for any of it. And I have a VPN, so I can actually just set my VPN to Italy and get free Pornhub for for a while. <laughs> <laughs> You will get a list of movies shortly. <laughs> but anyway, I basically want like the. I thought that was a funny. I want movie. the porn version of Tombstone, if you don't mind. Oh yeah, you want that one? You want the? You want the? It's just like the. It's like the Earp sisters instead of the Earp brothers, and they just bang. You know, mm-hmm. Doc Holliday's in there too. You want the brothers? Don't lie. Uh, it, I I would I would not look away. <laughs> <laughs> Like robots, I think, I think you you got up here. Please sit on my face. <laughs> sit on my face. Well, 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 I think we're I think we're done. Everybody, stay safe. Again, I'm going to drop some links um, once we upload the podcast. I'll drop the Joe Rogan link with the um, you know the guy who's the almighty medical detective who's worked at the CDC. He's worked with six presidencies. We'll actually put in the CDC website for those of you who are actually not concerned about this. You might want to just kind of get your facts straight. Look at the information. Stop watching the news about the virus. Um, This isn't going to turn into 28 days later. It's definitely serious, but go about your life. Spend your money or else the fucking economy is going to dry up if you don't. Um, Like all of the sports, you know, uh, out there. And um, do the best you can, you know. Yeah, in in all seriousness, I know we've been joking, but uh, this is this is serious, and we want people to take take care of themselves. And we obviously send our best to 
a lot of the countries that are out there that are suffering and have loved ones that are going through something yeah. very big. So we send, we send our love so. out there. Yeah, we joke, but at the same time, we know how serious it is. Uh, yeah, very, very dire times, but we're just trying to, you know, give everyone a laugh. Sometimes you just need a little comic relief in, in, in times like this, you know. Statistically, you never know which one of the three of us are going to die. I mean, that's this could be, this could be it. You know, this could be the end of the world as we know it. Yeah, we're not that lucky. Yeah, the amount that Doug pisses, I'm, I'm betting on him. But um, real me? quick, I have, to, I have to. Somebody pulled up the mic. I have to ask Doug. Did you notice that there was a scene after the credits in this movie? No, I think I fell asleep before that twice. <laughs> It's, it's what, Jim what, screaming. What, what did I miss? I, I, I stopped paying attention. But I forget. It's just Jim screaming, and it looks like he's captured again by another army or whatever. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we watch the end Marco. of that? Shit, yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it's not a Disney movie. It's not like Pirates of the Caribbean or a Marvel movie. Chances are there's nothing at the very, very, very mm-hmm. end. I remember there is one, one of my exes back in the day, it was like a movie she's seen a hundred times, but like say we rented it from a different place or it was a different VHS or DVD. She'd, even like a movie she's seen a hundred times, she'd have to watch the end and just in case they added that one little cutscene. So now I forbid to, I see the credits come on, bam, done. I know, I know what happens to him. He gets, he gets caught by another military, but they're actually from the past. And they bring him back to the 1800s where he becomes the leader of the Pinky, uh, Peaky Blinders. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it ends. So on that Damn. note, thank you for joining Vintage Burn. Love uh, y'all. Yeah, love yous. Uh, this is Kev. Marco. Marco. I thought the movie was pretty good. But... And Doug. And Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Marco. All right. Hey, we'll see you guys soon. I don't know. We got to figure out what we're when we're going to meet up, maybe when we're not infectious or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll let the burn scale decide. Hey, do we have one one last quick thing. Do we have another uh, music? Did we drop the music, our last music portion? We did. Already? Yeah, it's dropped. Oh, it yeah. is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Everything's up. I'm trying to. I could, I could go back and I don't want to exit out because, you know, Russians and me trying to get back on is always a struggle. Yeah, way to listen, Doug, to your own podcast. Yeah, I'm the fucking captain of the struggle bus, all right? I'm behind, all right? I already listened to it. Yeah. Anyway, good night, guys. I'm signing out. Have a good one. This is Marco. Good night. Out. Peace out. See ya. All right, word to your mothers. Be safe. Wipe your bums and not touch your eyes. You know, peace.